This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's a Cigar Authority. Six one seven two three seven one two three four is the phone number. Six one seven two three seven one two three four. It's October thirtieth. It is almost election day. It's the day before Halloween. It's a big deal here, and we are the Cigar Authority. My name is David Garofalo, and joining me, weaseling his way back in. I can see it happening. It weaseling, happening. You, it's happening. I'll tell you, that's Mr. Jonathan. That new intro, that the thing that uh, Chuck caught me catching the, the swearing thing, joking around and bleeping it out, that's <laughs> never going to get old. I laugh every time. Chuck Morrison's here on the wheels over there. What's Keeping up, boys? Sounding good. What's Who up, do we boys? have in the studio back home? Paul Fitzgerald. Paul Fitzgerald. We're listening so, for you, Paul. If something goes wrong. Yeah, it's we Paul don't blame. Fitzgerald. We don't blame Chuck. No, not anymore. <laughs> we, we got Paul. Paul. Right now, we blame Paul. Poop rolls well, downhill. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. This is the Cigar Authority, a two-hour weekly show about the finer things in life, including, and most importantly, premium cigars. We are not only the experts on them, but we are the authority, so don't touch that dial. It's time to listen to the finer things in life. It's time for the Cigar Authority. And you can be listening here right now on WWZN 1510 The Zone in Boston, WGHM 900 The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL, that's 1250 Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, or WGAM 1250, that's ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire, or... If for some reason you want to actually watch this mess, you can actually go on to Ustream.tv or thecigarauthority.com, and you can view this at any time. And um, you can get these uh, downloaded for your convenience, uh, podcasted on podbean.com. So welcome, everybody, into the Cigar Authority. We have an action-packed show today. That's what you keep telling me. It's action-packed. We're going to deal with a lot of high-end stuff today. Uh, the cigars we're going to smoke are going to be between 13 and $16 a piece. We have uh, no, Bill Herlicka. No small chunk of change there. That's right. Uh, Bill Herlicka from White Birch Brewing, and he's got some, obviously, high-end beers, and he calls it two wild beers. He'll be on in the next hour. Governor Hopeful, gubernatorial hopeful, John Stephen. Say that time. That's right. Five times fast. He will be on. This uh, man so nice, they named him twice. The man with two first names, John Stephen, running for governor here in New Hampshire. And it's only three days away. The most important election in my life. And I'm looking forward to it. And... uh, there's no doubt uh, we've said it before. I mean, he got the Cigar Authority endorsement, so uh, we're endorsing him. And, uh, you know, we're new to radio, so I don't know what the proper etiquette or the legality yeah, is. We don't even know if we're allowed to endorse anyone. Well, we did it. Of course it. we are. Yeah. But the Chuck, thing, the thing is you have we're to. trying to build drama here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're supposed to allow 
everybody that wants to be uh, part of the show that, you know, I, I, we can't take John Stephen in which, with, without allowing or asking, uh, supposedly, this is what I hear anyway, uh, his opponent, who is the current governor, uh, Lynch. All right, Lynch, we know you're listening. You're yeah. welcome to call into the show after John Stephen does. Right after. You can call in. Um, Obviously, always open to anybody that has uh, anything uh, to say about uh, anything we talk about. So you're more than welcome to give us a call. Uh, but with, uh, on the second hour, John Stephen, who's running for governor and uh, is the hopeful to be our new governor, uh, he will be on the show. Uh, he'll be calling in at about 1.30. So we look forward to that. I can't wait. Uh, as I said, uh, we're a little high end today. We uh, are a day before Halloween, and um, we're going to have the new Tatuaje that comes out every year, uh, the past three years, uh, they come out with a holiday Halloween uh, box of cigars. And it's something different each year. The first year, it was called the Frank for Frankenstein. The second year, it was called the Drac, which was last year. And this year, Wait, it's called the, the Face. The Frank was Frankenstein? Yeah. What was the Drac? Dracula. Just checking. Okay. <laughs> And I didn't think that needed needed any help. I didn't help. think the Frank needed any uh, extra okay. explanation either. But okay, and and the and this one is called the face. So what would the face be? Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's would be right. My guess. Leather face. Leather face. Okay. So uh, I'll tell you. Uh, last year's uh, cigar that he came out was a little disappointing to me. Uh, it was um, the Drac, and what they did is make a coffin-style box. Cool. But they painted inside the coffin. Uh, and then they put the cigars in after. Cigar Authority doesn't really like paint mixing with cigars. I could taste the paint. Oh. I'll tell you right now, I could taste the paint. So uh, it bothered me, and, and, it, and it bothered Pete Johnson. And, and he sent out a press release after that said if it, if it took on any of the, the paint flavor and you want to return any of the cigars, you're welcome to do so. Stand-up uh, guy, Pete Johnson. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I said to him, uh, last I talked to him, I said, how many returns did he get? He said, how many do you think? I said, I don't know. And he said, zero. Nobody, wow. nobody returned them. But I'll tell you, I did smoke the cigar, and I did taste the paint in it, and I was disappointed with it. It was a, what a shame. But um, as far as the first year goes, I have never smoked that cigar. We did not receive it as, as a retailer, and uh, I have no idea what the Frank e ever tasted like. Um, so the, the only one I've had before, which was uh, the Drac, I didn't care for. So this time, it is the face. And the face is for the guy from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Is right. Looks, oh, right on. The cigar looks a little bit like uh, if a uh, bank robber were to pull stocking over his head. It's got kind of like the uh, little knob on the top, like if uh, oh yeah yeah they put okay. their hair up. Yeah, it it, it seems like uh, maybe there's a little pigtail underneath here, and then they put the cap over the pigtail. Huh. I don't know. We'll have yeah. to, um, when we cut it, maybe we'll... we'll now, is, how is this going to work? Because I noticed that our cutter today is a, the uh, Porsche bullet cutter. Um, yes. Is th this it is not a Porsche bullet cutter. This is a Zycar Oh, I assume, I'm sorry. I saw the Porsche with the lighter. I well, thought they were a set. This My is a, a new bullet cutter that came out of Zycar, and you actually pull the end of it. I have never used this before, and the blade pops out. There's some sort of magnet in here. When you push it back out, the thing is supposed to pop out. I've never used the cutter before. This is the first time. A bullet cutter cuts a round circle in the, the head of the cigar. And uh, let's see what it does. It, it seems like it handles a uh, big ring gauge. Oh, wow. How you like that? That's pretty good. It did work good. Now we're going to push it out. And, it and pop little, the bullet out. And the little piece pops out. Nice. Here, Mr. Chuck. All right, I'll give this a shot. Um, 
it's nice. Twenty nine ninety nine, uh, and for Zycar, all their products are guaranteed for life. So uh, they're, they're saying that this blade is going to uh, a little help there for Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, looking at the cigar, at the cigar that. band on the cigar is a piece of uh, lighter tobacco, almost like torn tobacco, like Leatherface, the torn leather that yeah. was on there. Uh, Leatherface is, uh, thank you. You're welcome. Leatherface is uh, Gunnar Hansen, who played Leatherface in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That was 1974. And uh, he was six foot four, big guy. And that's why they made a, a big, thick cigar yeah, like this. This is big. This is big. Um, Gunnar Hansen lived uh, at one time in Maine, and he was actually a customer. He bought cigars from us at Two Guys Smoke Shop. By the way, we're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire today. We always have to have the show live at a cigar store because in the studio we can't smoke. And the whole show is about smoking, so it has to be on location each and every week, including today. So we're here in Salem, New Hampshire, and uh, we're smoking a cigar. This is The Face by Tatuaje, a, a, a uh, cigar that's released only once. And uh, let me see what what kind of information I have on. I have a little information. Do you? Okay. It's uh, very sweet on the first light, and uh, I'm noticing with the, this is a natural Maduro wrapper, and they uh, it was an unfinished foot. So natural was, Maduro. Is no. it a natural or a Maduro? <laughs> I'm sorry, an unpainted yeah, Maduro. That's right. The so, uh, sometimes when you see jet black uh, tobacco out there, jet jet black wrappers. They're onyx. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's all phony. It's it's some sort of dye job or something's going on there. But so on the uh, the pre-light, I I drew and I was pulling just a, a hint of raisin. It was a very sweet kind of uh, kind of taste to it. You light it up and you're getting almost all wrapper. On That's the first right. Light because it's it's unfinished foot. So that first draw you mm. taste was all wrapper taste. Yeah, the rest of the cigar is going to taste different. Didn't yep. taste bad to me. Oh, very sweet. Yeah, yeah, the Maduro is very nice. The lighter we're using here is the Porsche lighter. Is that Porsche? Like the Porsche? Vehicle? That's right. This is the Porsche PDS. $160. Like the vehicle. Ridiculously priced. <laughs> but it's a nice jet lighter. Yeah, it's pretty. It's got the precision, eight precision machine screws uh, kind of holding it together there. 160 It looks like they uh, just ground up old Porsches and there you go. recycled them into a lighter. It's a pretty uh, nifty lighter, but uh, I got a problem with 160 for a, a jet lighter like this. No, should be some silver or gold on it. But it's not windproof. No, it's wind resistant, and it's kind of sleek and Porsche looking, right? You'd, you'd uh, easily losable, so you're going to spend more than 160. Right, and uh, not guaranteed for life, as far as I know. Huh? Neither's a Porsche. That's correct. So uh, this Gunnar Hansen, uh, as I said, uh, big guy, lived in Maine, and a uh, cigar smoker himself, and uh, got some cigars from us before, and uh, he has been the uh, honoree this year from Pete Johnson as the uh, cigar, his special cigar. This cigar has a Mexican wrapper. Um, they don't use the high primings on it. It's the, it's the middle leafs. And uh, so it's not going to be all that strong. It's made by Pepin Garcia, and uh, along with his son, uh, Jaime. And I believe this is the first time they use Mexican wrapper. Hmm. So I do taste a little of that sweetness on there. And uh, we'll, we'll see, and hopefully we get down to that band. If anything changes when you get to that other tobacco uh, piece that's on there, I don't think uh, it's just a little bit of it. I don't know. Yeah, talk to me about this band, Dave. What is, this is uh... a torn piece of tobacco. Yeah. 
because of Leatherface, so they're trying to go with that look of torn type of thing. To me, it looks a little like a bat wing. Like it I was thinking right, like a Batman little theme there, little, you know? Right along with uh, the Halloween theme. Really? So it looks right. like continuing bat wings. Right. They made, they made uh, these are boxes of 10. They made 1,300 boxes of 10 in this plain style box. And uh, that is it. What's it retail for? It retails for a lot of money here. What is the price? $13. See, I heard a rumor that the uh, the cigar was going to go for $16, but they decided to save money on the box. The and box. they gave you the... <laughs> the box is pretty... Uh, well, you know, after the... the, the, the the mess he had last year, which was a cool-looking box, it was a coffin. It you was don't have lit- to paint the inside, though. You could char I it. Know. You could do a, a million different things without painting it. Yeah, well, paint he- and tobacco. Take it from the Cigar Authority. It's not a good idea. Mm. Tobacco is a, a cigar is a sponge. It's going to pick up anything. When you put it into a cedar room and you age it in cedar, it sucks up the the, the flavor of cedar. Absolutely, it, it takes on what, whatever's around it. It's, it's like rice. Could they have used like black velvet or something and maybe uh, yeah put that inside? Or they put the paint on and they wait six months before yeah. they put the cigars and make sure it's completely dry or whatever, or put it in some sort of baking thing or whatever. But uh, whatever something went wrong because uh, I. Smell Smoked that cigar and and right from the the pre-lit draw paint and all the way through paint. I've only, I only smoked one of them. I said, wow, that was awful. And I let the people know before they did buy it. Listen, I smoked one and it's all paint and I can return these things right. if I want. But they make so little, people want them for their collection anyway. And who knows if maybe you take them out of the box and let some time go on. But it was a mess. Well, that's my favorite part of the story, Dave, is that he came out and acknowledged the error. And, yep. and you know, that's just classy, man. It's just classy business. And nobody uh, took him up on it. That's the amazing thing of all. Do you think when he came up with the name Face that maybe he had Nancy Pelosi in mind <laughs> when he... Speaking That's from Ted on the chat box, oh, by the way. Really? Don't, <laughs> don't go coming after Mr. Jonathan on that one. Boy, I don't think it would sell well, the Nancy Pelosi cigar. No. I think that's a loser no. if I ever saw a well, loser Well, you could just before. still call it face and then have her picture on the thing, and everyone would get it. It's Halloween. It's scary. Well, anyway, jeez, what a mess. <laughs> um, what do you think? So far, it's a beefy, it. it's a beefy nice cigar. It's I'm not it. overpowering. No. I, I thought I was going to expect a very, very strong cigar. Yeah, when you said papine, there's a certain flavor that you expect with papine, yeah. uh, and that's not really there. It's not uh, very spicy to me on the tongue. It's very smooth, sweet. I enjoy it very much so far. Yeah. $13, though. $13. Well, let's see if it stands but the it's test one, of time. It, it's one of those things. I mean, you're going to put it aside, and you come back to this years from now or something. But the boxes of 10 $130, $13 cigar. Uh, it does not have a band on it, but you're going to have to remember that that torn leaf. Now, uh, I've seen this before, this torn this torn leaf as a band. And it was uh, our friend uh, Mike Ward over here. He's a cigar roller, and he made cigars for me years ago when he became a cigar roller. And he cut a round circle out. He put, used that as a band. He'd do a torn tobacco like this. Used that as a band. Did different things. And I saved the cigars, and I still have them to this day. I was telling him today when I opened huh. the box of these, I said, this look familiar? He says, wow, we did this a long time ago. I said, my God, uh, you know, it was probably like seven years ago. Huh. And I still have the cigars today uh, that he did like that. And I thought it was pretty cool. Um, Hey, who knows? I like it myself. Yeah? Yeah. Something different. I can remember those days when Mikey went uh, away to to, uh, train to become a cigar roller. I was actually, I was a customer back then. Here we go. 
This I like. It's very like you say, Dave and, and Jonathan. This is very. Uh, I, I would say mild. It looks like it would be like you say, Dave, a very heavy cigar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I find this for my my preference again as a novice in, in the cigar industry here and, and being a, a rookie, if you will. Uh, I tend to lean more towards milder cigars, and this fits the fits the bill. I don't know about if, I, if I'd say it's mild, but it's certainly uh, not what I would expect from a, uh, a Pepin made or Pete Johnson uh, Tatuaje cigar. You tend to be uh, a lot stronger. Um, That's what you'd expect. Yeah, and it's, it's not as strong as uh, I thought it was going to be, which uh, I said that when he came out with that um, special wine one. Uh, what was that? La, um, those boxes of 10 $30 cigars. Geez, they're right over there beside you. I can't remember the name. I'm embarrassed. To... Mikey, you know what he's talking about here? He, Mikey's not listening. Right there on the on the bottom part, right there, a little. Sm- you should see the ba- the uh, ballerina act that Chuck's pulling off. No, not that. No. Man. Just Laverte, yeah, Laverte. That's it. Do you remember that cigar? It's like $30 for that cigar, and that was the one that's all one crop of all one. I expected that cigar to be, maybe you weren't actually even on the show at the time. Were you there on Pete Johnson? I was, I was. Yeah, that was the show. Okay. And Laverte, which only came out once a year. I remember this now, yeah. Yeah, and um, I expected, that was, this is the problem when you when you come in expecting something, not that it's bad, but I expect it to be so full-bodied, and you know, I'm like, wow, where's the beef, yeah. you know? Uh, and this is this is how I feel right now about this that I just expected a much stronger cigar. I'm geared up for it. I didn't smoke a cigar earlier today because I said, okay, we're gonna go right into this right, one. Right, right. And uh, where's the beef right now? You know, not again. Not that it's it's bad, and I like a milder cigar. It's just not what I expect, and it's just throwing me off for for, for which a is, second. Which is funny, and I know we're gonna we're gonna attempt to hit the email bag because uh, you've been getting lit up week after week with email questions and stuff and you, you do yep. your best to respond to them and we got the idea of you know let's do them on the uh, on the air yeah uh, someone did email us this week and asked if a maduro cigar is stronger than a light cigar and that's not necessarily the case it's not you'd expect it you look at it you wow that's beefy that's going to be that must be strong right but to me a maduro wrapper is a lot like a raisin you know a raisin is certainly darker than the grape that it came from oh, and the darker that it analogy. gets huh the sweeter it gets. Uh, my analogy I usually go with is the onion. You chop up an onion, and you put it in a pan, and you cook it up a little bit, and it becomes black, and yeah. now it's sweet and delicious. If you were to bite that raw onion, it's not, and there's a thing, but the raisin thing is good. The raisin thing is a good analogy. Hey, we're going to have to take a break right now. We come back, we're going to go to uh, this day in history. We're going to talk a little about Halloween, and we're going to enjoy more of this cigar. So stick around, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. White Birch Brewing is the home of finely crafted, small-batch beers. My friend, owner and operator Bill Herlicka's goal is to brew great beer for the beer enthusiast. 
Let me tell you from experience, folks, this guy is all about quality. White Birch Brewing is a two-barrel brewery located in Hookset, New Hampshire. That takes an artisan approach to brewing. Bill releases unique interpretations of Belgian styles, barley wines, imperial stouts, and wild ales. Each batch is bottle conditioned and aged at the brewery. It's a slow process, but one they wouldn't trade for anything. Ask your local retailer for White Birch beers or go to whitebirchbrewing.com. Our friends at White Birch Brewing are as passionate about beer as the Cigar Authority is about food? No, cigars. Cigars, yeah, that makes sense. There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back and it's 2283. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super premium vodka worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and Sickle, Super Premium Vodka, Russian Reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, man who go to bed with itchy bum, wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing. It's what some call the modern day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. We are back, October 30th, 2010, live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the eve before Halloween, and we're smoking The Face by Tatuaje, the release he came out this year for Halloween. A little less full-bodied than I thought it was, but a nice cigar, burning well, yeah, very burning aged very tobacco, well. you can tell, it's really good. I'm liking this, guys. I'm liking this. Nice. 
Yeah. Anyway, today uh, is October 30th, the 303rd day of the year, 62 days remaining for the rest of the year. Everybody, 56 days till Christmas. Get out there and start your Christmas yeah. shopping. I can't believe that I've already seen six Christmas commercials. Really? Before Halloween, they're like skipping over Halloween. You it know used what? to be Thanksgiving started, yep. but now it's the day after Thanksgiving. I'm going to tell you it's going to go crazy. That's why I mentioned uh, 56 days till Christmas. It's going to start right now. I remember when people were upset that they started advertising right after Thanksgiving. Right. It. it was like you wait till at least December yeah. type of thing. Uh, it's all about the dollars and cents right now. Black Friday is uh, is getting uh, further and further away from us. Is, Did you uh, buy your tree yet, Dave? We got one of those fake ones. All right. Yeah. Is it, you guys set yeah, it up, though, right? Buy your no, tree. No, we haven't yet. <laughs> yeah. Chuck, you're as bad as the rest of them. Did you buy your tree? It's Halloween tomorrow. I'm worried about Christmas tree. That's right. Well, today is October 30th. Um, things that happened on October 30th in past years. Uh, Orson Welles broadcasted uh, um, The War of the Worlds, 1938, today. Nice. You remember what that was? Orson Welles. Yeah. He did a uh, rodeo, uh, radio broadcast making believe like uh, Mars have invaded. <laughs> the people went crazy around the country and stuff. And yeah. uh, obviously, he had more listeners than we have <laughs> uh, because everybody went crazy. Well, on there it. were like two channels back then, you know. Right. So everybody had that that choice anyway. Uh, Jackie Robinson um, signed a contract for the Brooklyn Dodgers to break the color barrier. Nice. That was 1945, 65 years ago. Imagine there wasn't a black baseball player. And here it is, 65 years later, things have changed. Our president, uh, you know, it's uh, there is no more color, uh, which is very nice. You know what else is nice? We actually send tweets to uh, the Iranian president wishing him a happy birthday. Oh, boy, that aggravated me. Yeah. And uh, as I said, three days till Election Day. This is the most important election you'll ever have. Uh, get out there and vote, please. Throw the bums out. We don't as far want, as I'm concerned. Are you kidding me? We don't want people in office that are going to say, we wish you a happy birthday, and would you please send us back, Josh and Shane. We want someone that's going to send them a birthday cake that explodes. Right. And then the next guy who replaces him says, listen, you have your job because we exploded the last guy. When's your birthday? When's your birthday, Release the prisoners. Yeah. They're hikers are crying out loud. They're not spies. Tuesday, everybody. Do what you can. Get out there and vote. I don't care who you vote for. Get out there. Sorry. Sorry. If you're in New Hampshire, hey, I'd appreciate the vote. John Stephen for governor. I'd appreciate it. But uh, uh, you people in uh, Massachusetts... You got Bonnie Frank out there. I don't want to turn this into a political show, but you got Bonnie Frank out there all these years. If you don't throw him out of there, you deserve everything you get. It's Come not, on, will you? I think the real problem is when he's speaking, you can't understand what the hell he's saying. And so you just assume, oh, he must have said the thing that I like, no, so I'm going to vote for him. He didn't. He didn't. He and, definitely uh, didn't. Shame on him. Dave, I know you're a New Hampshire resident, but how do you feel about, is it question three in, in Massachusetts about the sales tax being reduced? Is it two or three? Uh, the uh, Well, there's, there's two different ones. One has to do on alcohol. That's question one. Okay. Which um, they finally started sales taxing alcohol, after, and the problem is the people that drink alcohol are up in arms. This happened in probably 1988, 89 on tobacco products. It's taxed to death in, in 10 different ways, mm. and then they started taxing it with sales tax. So this happened with tobacco, but nobody cared. Now it's about your booze. Now you care, yeah. and you want me to stand beside you. I will. I'll stand beside you and fight, and I'm against it, but you wouldn't do it for me. You wouldn't do it because you don't smoke. So the hell with you. Now it's going to affect your beer. Now you care. 
So uh, and what's next, by the way? I oh, mean, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be they're gonna tax soda. The problem is the soda companies are so giant. I don't know if they'll get away with uh, uh, the alcohol because they're so giant too. The problem with the with the cigar industry is it's so small, and how are we gonna fight the fight or something? But we fight the fight for the people that even though they're not into the product, it's wrong. So you stand up and fight for the guy that uh, can't fight by himself. Amen. Phew. Anyway, uh, I'm against all taxes. Good. The answer is yes. I'm against all yes. taxes. PFP yes. Smoke says that we should uh, elect a president more like Ronald Reagan because look at how fast they released the hostages when he was president. Yeah. Ronald Reagan was good. I'm just saying. I miss him. I miss him. Uh, okay. Uh, Rumble in the Jungle. Muhammad Ali versus George Foreman. That happened in 1974 today. Remember Zaire Africa? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a great documentary in that. I'm blanking on the name, but... Uh... Yeah, boom, be. I love it. Um, what else? Uh, elected second president of the United States, John Adams, in 1735. Um, actually, I disagree with that. John <laughs> Adams was not the second president. Oh, of the actually, States. it was his birthday, I believe. It was his yeah. birthday. They were, and John Adams was the second president of the United States. Mm, no, he was the second president post Constitution. They were George Washington was number one. John Adams was number two on the two dollar bill. He's John Adams. What are you talking about? Yeah, Jonathan, what are you doing here? Well, <laughs> the uh, there were um, six, seven. There were seven elected presidents before George Washington, uh, but that was before the president of the United States. President of the United States, post uh, pre Constitution. You're saying George Washington wasn't the first president of the United States. George Washington was not the first president of the United States. That's the first time I've ever heard this. I'm just, I actually, it's funny. I wrote it down because I heard it on Pawn Stars, and I, I did a little bit of research. And oh, I, you heard it on Pawn Stars. Oh, then it's correct then. Well, right. You know, for, first off, I want to tell you, I, I watched Pawn Stars, and I actually liked the show, but I, I got on to Pawn Stars for a whole different reason. The, the show kind of <laughs> fooled me. I didn't think it was about what it's about. You, that, I did the same thing. I DVR'd it, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Naked girls, whatever, and I get on, and they, they're selling stuff to each other. <laughs> what the hell is that? Pawn I'm glad Scott. I was not the only victim to that. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel a lot better about the oh, show. I've been keeping that a secret for a month. Yeah. So anyways, there's a lot of cool stuff on that show, and uh, I found out that George Washington was, in fact, not the first president. It was... Uh, I challenge oh, this. It was John Hansen. I wonder if Eric Hansen's related, by the way. John Hansen. John Hansen, first president uh, of the United breaking States. Breaking news on the Cigar Authority. 1781. <sighs> yep. You got uh, any proof on this? Who am I? I'm Mr. Jonathan. Yeah. What show am I on? The Cigar, Cigar Authority. Authority. I must be an authority on whatever I'm saying. I'm telling you it was John Hansen. John Hansen was the first president I'm of the United gonna States. I'm not going to Google it. But if yes, anyone can back this up, please call in and uh, and confirm this or deny it. How do you spell other. his last name? What's that? H-A-N-S-O-N. Just like Eric Just like, uh, just like Eric Hansen. Eric Hansen from uh, Hammer and Sickle Cigars. What's his name again? John Hansen. John Hansen. J-O-H-N. John Hansen, the first president of the United States, is what he says. I say no. You right. say no way. I say no I, way. Are you Googling? Google, I am. Google, I am. Google. I am. John Hansen, first president of the United States. Well, anyway, I got, I got um, John Adams as the second president. Uh, this was his birthday, but uh, really he would be... The tenth uh, president. Ninth. Ninth, seven thank you. Two. Yeah. Seven, nine, Okay, eight, anyway, nine. we'll check on that. I'm, I'm not buying it for, for a second. Um, Charles Atlas, remember the Italian-born bodybuilder? His real name was Angelo Cicilino. 
Uh, born this day, 1893. He's the one that uh, had the ads where they kick sand in the kid's face, and you, you join the Charles Atlas Club, and you become big and strong. And you Charles Atlas kicks sand in the kid's face? Not Charles Atlas, the, the bully. The bully kicks sand. Now the Charles Atlas would be somebody would be on uh, Facebook. Facebook and, and <laughs> <laughs> he said something mean about me on Facebook. Right. Let and me it, teach you how to kick his ass, kid. Right. You, here's what you should so, type. Here's what you should type. There's no more kids fighting on the playground anymore. So, uh, um, does anyone know who the last president of uh, was before we incurred national debt? Just while we're talking about presidents, this That's is a good from uh, this is from PFB Smoke. I'm going to guess uh, who was the second president? John Adams. He's, you're saying you're going to guess saying, John yeah, Adams? I'm saying yeah, we've been in debt that long. Yeah. Okay. What do you say? I'm going to go with um, like 1930 or something. Let's go with um, wow. pre-Federal Reserve. I like this. Yeah. Okay. Like 1930, so that would be. Um, I don't FDR? know. FDR or yeah, maybe FDR. I don't know what 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 FDR uh, got it out of there. The one before FDR. Wilson. Yeah, Woodrow Wilson. Let's go who's Woodrow uh, Wilson. Who's on the twenty dollar bill? Jefferson. Jefferson. Who's on the twenty? I thought it was Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, it is. Jackson. All right, it was Andrew Jackson. You got the answer? Yeah, he's saying, I, I got it here. In November 1781, uh, John Hansen became the first president of Congress to be elected under the terms of the Articles of Confederation. Because of this, some people claim that he was the first president of the United States. This is and from Wikipedia. I am, I'm one of them. Yeah, Wikipedia. That's a real resource. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's better than Stars, okay? <laughs> anybody. Anybody can Pawn put Stars. Anything. I got ripped off on Pawn Stars. <laughs> That was a big ripoff to begin with. Anyway, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research on that. Anyway, uh, moving along, uh, Grace Slick's birthday today from Jefferson Airplane, and it's Henry Winkler's birthday today. Henry Winkler, the Fonz. Hey, hey, it's the Fonz's birthday. I used and to think that guy was the coolest guy ever. I was so pumped when I got my first leather jacket because I felt like the Fonz. Yeah. Now I saw him on a commercial. Yesterday, some senior commercial. I don't know if it was scooters or, or, or some senior home thing or something. Who's this uh, now? Uh, Henry Winkler, the Fonz. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, today's his birthday. He was born in 1945, I so that makes him, him 65. Like a pimped-out scooter. You know. Yeah, he's doing some, he's doing some senior thing. Rocking a roundabout. We're all feeling old here. Maybe a Segway. All right, I got a dead or alive for you. All right, I'm in. I don't even know if you'll know who this guy is. Robert Goulet, American entertainer. Benson. No, Robert Goulet. That was who was that? Oh, bro, that was Robert Guillon. Robert Guillon. Right. Robert Goulet. Bad. Camelot. We have. Uh, if ever I could leave you. Robert Goulet. Oh, please keep singer singing. songwriter. You don't know who Robert Goulet is, huh? No. He was from Lawrence, Mass. Don't care. Who Do you know Robert who Robert Goulet is? Wow. He was a great, great singer anyway. But he died this day, 2007. That's a bummer. But you don't even know who he is. Huh? He was from Lawrence, Mass. He's a top, top. Uh, we have a phone call. I think Tommy's on the line. I'm not sure if this is Tommy Grother or not. But All right. Let's, let's get uh, Tommy serial? on the line. Are Tommy, we, are, are you there? seriously, like, so boring that we're going to talk about Robert Clay? <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Greller, I miss you. Where are you? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, it got you to call, Tommy. You know what it was? He's actually mad that I'm sitting in his seat right now. Oh! oh! 
just call up and drop the S-bombs and stop. Oh, my God. Jesus, Paul, I hope you caught that. He said four words so far, and one of them was a swear. Welcome but welcome home, Tommy. One of the seven words you can't see on radio or TV, right? Right. That's the first one. If I, yeah, if I go uh, through that song together, I, I believe that's the first one. George Collins special, you know, seven, seven words you can't say on radio TV. I love that. Yeah, that was the first. So what are you doing, man? I miss you. Come on back. I'm, I'm running Salvatore's hardcore right now. That's it? You're at the at Salvatore's restaurant in Lawrence, Mass? I'm at the Lawrence location today. We have three. We have Lawrence, Medford, and Boston. Medford opened a couple weeks ago, and it's absolutely going wild. Awesome. Beautiful. Awesome. So in well, Lawrence, where Robert Goulet uh, had his go. start, that's where you are. There you he go. He Yes, he was. <laughs> wow. You guys are old and gay. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to do a uh, a cigar dinner or something, or we got to do a live broadcast from Salvatore's. Or we got to do something because you're not too far away. Let's do a cigar dinner after the holidays. Okay, because you, you're you're real busy, huh? Yeah, well, the holidays are busy for all of the restaurants, but um, you know, and we don't typically do cigar dinner at that time anyway, as you know, because you know people are doing their own thing. But right. after the holidays, people uh, people have a little more time on their hands. And that that allows us all to get together for a cigar dinner. And you know me, I'm way over the top. No, now you're in charge, baby. <laughs> Maybe we could mix in a little alcohol. Oh. Bring some white birch brewing along. Oh, hey, yeah. We got Bill Herlica here today. We got John Stephen running uh, uh, for, for governor of New Hampshire. He's going to be on later today. And we're smoking uh, the uh, the face the face by uh, the new Tatuaje. You gotta, I'll put one aside for you. You got to try this. Oh, thank you. All right. So what is this, like special ed day? You guys got all the, uh, all the short bus guests on? Wow. Wow, really? Wow. <laughs> he he can... <laughs> I'm actually speechless. Wow. Speechless. <laughs> yeah, I you, you guys. I wish I was there. I wish you were, too. I wish you were, too. Come in when you got a, when you got a chance or when things slow down, and there's a seat always open for you, man. I hate to admit it, Tommy, but I miss you, too. We had a couple guests on last week, and they thought I was a little bit crazy with some of the flavors that I was pulling out. I got some very strange looks, <laughs> yeah. and it was a little bit uncomfortable, and I think you would have appreciated it uh, and I, made I fun say, of me. Ed, you have a great palate. Oh, thank you. And I I can't stop tasting nuts. I don't know what it is. I'll have to corroborate that when I come in and try that. Oh god. Oh nice. <laughs> I'm tasting nuts. <laughs> Dave Dave's actually on a tape delay in his headset. Oh my god. I'm I'm just I'm here at the button just in case you start dropping them. <laughs> he's got he's one for seven. Right. Nice. Tommy, what are you smoking these days? Huh? What are you smoking these days? Uh, smoking a lot of double press because I don't have a lot of time to smoke, so I want to smoke something I love. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, when Carlito Fuente was here at the uh, Two Guys Anniversary Dinner, he handed me a very special, I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about having it, but it's a, it's a um, 2004 Opus X Maduro, only made for like them. I heard it was very, very strong. I didn't never smoked that myself, but I heard it was very strong. I haven't smoked it yet. I've been holding off and waiting for the right time. Maybe that'll be with you, but um, I heard that's going to be awesome. And I, and I also heard I was, I was, Carlito was so impressed that I knew what the uh, Lancero was, the Don Carlos, that supposedly I'm getting a box sent to me, but they're going to be at Jim Smith, so you know they might just disappear along the way. Hey, that's right. Hey, Jim, if you're listening, I know you're listening to the show. Tommy's waiting for it, so get it over to him. Absolutely. All right, man. I miss you. Come back soon, will you? 
All right, guys. Great show. Keep it up. All right. All thanks, right. Tommy. That's Tommy Greller, and he's running uh, Salvatore's Restaurant in Lawrence, Medford, and what was the other one? Boston, I believe. With a connection like that, why can't he just do like a food segment once in a while and bring us some free food? Hey. hey there we go. Hey, hey, Tommy. Come on down. He's listening anyway. So Stupid uh, Chuck interrupted me saying that with his dumb cigar question. I could have got us a pizza or something. Tommy went from the financial business into the food business. and uh, That's what his passion is. But then all of a sudden it turned into a 70, 80-hour week. You know, and he just doesn't have the time. He's out there, and, uh, you know, they're getting ready for the lunch rush or whatever's going on, and they're probably in the middle of it. But obviously he had time for to call up and say a couple of swears before he uh, went, back to, went back into the very, kitchen. It was very nice of him <laughs> right. to get us hey, fined. Yeah, right. <laughs> here you go. Here, remember me. Hey, Boom. remember me. Here's a fine from the FCC. <laughs> oh. So anyway, tomorrow's Halloween. Halloween, and uh, that used to be a big thing for me. Halloween, all the candy and stuff like that. I love Halloween. I love uh, Thanksgiving. There's another big food, yeah. you love eating food type of thing. What are you dressing up as, Dave? Uh, nothing. Oompa Loompa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Halloween, annual holiday, uh, All Saints Day, right? That's what it's about. Trick or treat and costumes, costume parties. You're a DJ. You got some costume parties coming up? You oh, got- my goodness. Last night was a snooze fest. I get, I get hired. There's supposed to be a Halloween party. The bar manager drops the ball. I'm not going to say where it is because I do want to get hired back. And it was, there were eight people at the bar. Uh, boring. I actually took half was, the money. Was and it they a let, costume they party? Let me out early. Was it? A, was it, it a was, Halloween? It was supposed to be. There were a couple of nice-looking uh, police officer hooker types that dressed yeah. up and came in. This is the chance for the girls to be the slobs that they are. Yeah, right? pretty much as slutty as they want to be. Huh? Yeah. Tonight, though, tonight's going to be a crazy house party. House party. Uh, oh, my goodness. There's going to be over 50 people packed into a little two-car garage. I got the DJ lights. It's going to look like a club. Cool. I turned this li- nice woman's garage into a club. This is the invitation right here. This is this is the invitation? You got you guys coming? We'll I just don't go know. in and broadcast from there. Do uh-huh. like a live something, satellite. Mike Cavey wants to go. Yeah. You want to be my rookie? For- you want to be my rookie, Mike? <laughs> you could come in. He brings somebody to carry the equipment, you know. <laughs> So anyway, anyway. You carry the equipment, I'll carry the speakers. You know what I have here is a list of, believe it or not, the best-selling Halloween candy of all time. Okay, so I got the top six best or or most-selling Halloween for Halloween to give away. Okay, Charleston Chew? You're just blabbing them out right away. I'm going to say wrong and wrong. So uh, we're looking for... um, Six five four three, two one. Okay, best uh, m- most sales, I guess, for Halloween to be passed out. E Santa guesses Twix. Twix is not in the top six. No, Twix oh, is no. not there. Sorry, E Santa. I like I like uh, Twix. Anything? What do you got? Um, Snickers. 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 That's somewhere here, I believe. It's got to be in the top five. Snickers is awesome. It's the best. Where'd you get this list? Wikipedia? <laughs> yeah, Some right. five-year-old submit it? Uh, did somebody say Kit Kat? No, candy corn. Candy, candy corn. corn is number one. Wow. Candy wow. corn is number one. I, you know, I, I would have never picked that. That would be the the depressing one. I get up and they get a little tissue oh. with six candy corn wrapped oh, in it I with an elastic it. band on it. I love it. it. Candy corn is actually the only thing in, in my entire life that I attempted to steal. I was oh, I was a little tempted kid. to steal. You Attempt- didn't even get away with oh, it. I got caught and I got my butt kicked. That was probably good. You get caught yeah. on your first theft. We're at Market Basket. I'm little, 
six, and I say to my mom, can we get some candy corn? She says, no, it'll rot your teeth out. So I go over and I open the bag and take a couple. She buys the bag, and I get to watch my brother and sister enjoy every single candy corn in front of me at the table. And you have none. I get nothing. Nice. She actually took the one that I had put in my mouth out of my mouth. Did you get a beating too? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Those are the days you could beat your children. <laughs> Those days are over, you mean? They're over. Oh, God. I was on the receiving end of it, but I didn't get to do it, you know? I was in that, that group that didn't not only got beat, but aren't allowed to do the beating. I know? was in the group that it was frowned upon. You only did it in your house. Oh, really? Yeah, you... You, you no, waited they, until you got home, so you were nervous the whole way, and it was worse. This, this was full-blown. You, you could get a beaten, and uh, I'll tell you, my father was obviously stronger than my mother, but my mother beat me more, more often. Your mother's a pretty intense woman. Yeah. <laughs> she beat me more often. I won't, I'll tell you, she, she would have been arrested many times if, uh, <laughs> if, if this was nowadays. So Use we, of weapons? Yep. Oh, yeah. Belts? Yep. Spoons, the shoes, shoes. The shoes, plates, uh, plates, forks, knives, <laughs> guns. Not never guns. I was I was lucky. That's why I'm still here and I'm doing the show. So candy corns number one. What was number two? Did you say Kit Kat? Kit Kat was number four. Okay. Reese's peanut butter cups is number three. Nice. And I'm coming in at number two. Mounds. Mounds is not there. Oh, I'm pulling it off good. the chat box. I, I like Mounds. You know, we did a, a taste test this week with the folks. I got something here on that. Where is it? Where's my notes? It was the Taste of Excellence with uh, Andy Green That's from right. Ashton. That's right. And and what was the cigar we, we, uh, we had? Mia Moore. Mia Moore, which they give you some some coconut, some chocolate, and some almond. Uh, were they almond chocolate? Yeah. Which not it, just any chocolate either. This was 70% whatever chocolate it was unbelievable it was really chocolate. good yeah. so what we're going to do is actually do a mia more tasting on the cigar authority cool so, so i'm going to tell you what to do go on to the cigarauthority.com and there's a little button there that says contact us go on there put your name and address in on, on the subject line write mia more m-i-a-m-o-r and we will send you a little pack with the cigar and the chocolate and the coconut and the cool. thing, and you'll save it until the day we're going to do the show, which is going to be the December 4th show. We'll bring Andy Green on, and we'll actually have a Mia Moore tasting, and we have about 100 of these packs to go out, so just go on to the thecigarauthority.com, click Contact Us in the subject line, put Mia Moore, and then send, give us uh, your name and address where you want us to send it to you. We're going to send it out... Uh, well in advance of that day. Save it for that day, which is going to be December 4th, and we'll do it online with 100 people that got it from us. If you're not one of the lucky uh, 100, if it comes in after that, just go to the cigar store, pick up a Mia Moore cigar, grab some chocolate, coconut, and and almonds. Or what I said to him is, just grab an Almond Joy. Yeah. Because there, there it is, but they want you to eat it at a little bit it, of chocolate. Different intervals, you clean your palate. The other yeah. thing we're going to have on the show that obviously we can't send out because there's no way of uh, of checking to see if um, people are 21 or not um, is we're going to have some sipping room. So right. you're going to want to, if you want to do the full taste of excellence, you're going to want to have that with you. Go get a nip or, you know, 
spend get a whole bucks bottle. on a bottle. Get some good rum. Get because that's a good part of it, too, having the, the rum in between. Yeah, I can see that being a nice it addition. Was, it, was a, it was an interesting thing, and he was there, and Jonathan was there as we did the tasting, and apparently Jonathan, uh, he's weaseling his way in. I, I mean, know. He's, I honestly, yeah. I'm not even on the show officially, and I go up to Andy Green. I invite him on the show for <laughs> December 4th. I have it all set up, and he goes, oh, I'll talk to Dave. And I was like, oh, right. Yeah, then he we came. He probably came. check with Dave and make sure this is okay, and then, you know, we'll have you on right, the show. Right, right. The weasel. So I anyway, weasel. I said great idea, and it is a great idea, so we'll do it. So once again, go on to CigarAuthority.com, under Contact Us, um, under Subject Matter, just put me or more. Give us your name and address where you want us to send this to you for no charge at all. We'll pick up the shipping. They paid for the, for the cigars on the end wow. with the coconut and the chocolate and the thing. You're going to get it. We'll do it for the first 100 people to do that. After that, uh, we'll let you know that uh, we ran out of them and um, go to... Uh, any cigar store that has me or more, pick up the chocolate, coconut, almonds, grab yourself a, a glass of rum, and uh, join in with us on December 4th. So that ought to be a good, good time. Tootsie Rolls? Is that number two? Tootsie Rolls is not number two. Nope. Three Musketeers? No, Hershey's, no. Hershey's regular chocolate, just the chocolate bar. Nope. What? Nope. Wow. That's not on there. It's not. It's one of the best things it's not in the. To- it's not in the top six. Get what out of here. M&M's? M&M's is number six, okay? Man. So now we need number five and number two. This game sucks because your list is again, stupid. Again, again with the wording. Uh, yeah, easy there, Mr. Uh, Jonathan. I don't think, th- is that appropriate it's word? It's okay you to could, say. You could say sucks. Really? It's S-U-X. Okay. Shorthand. Number six and number two. Num- number five and number two. Number Percy's five. Kisses. Hershey's Kisses, no. God. Unbelievable. The list doesn't have any of the good ones. Well, it's a true thing. Oh, there you go. It's based on the confectionery sales of of what happened. So candy corn. If you count a candy corn as one candy corn, would that count? Maybe that's what they're doing because you'd have to. Peppermint Patty was said. It's not not in there. God. I'm blanking, man. I, I think we named all the good ones, right? All right, you renamed all the good ones, and nobody's online and giving the answers on this. The answer to number two is Snickers. Yeah, we said, we said Snickers. Snickers, man. That was the first thing I Jeez, said. Really? You're, you must I be didn't on hear a that. tape delay in your thing. You're going to listen to the show later on. You're going to be like, oh, my God, they said Snickers eight times. And we probably said number five as well, which is? Milky Way. No, oh, no it said Milky we did not Way. say Milky Way. I was going to say Mars can't. Bar. Nope. No, but uh, after that was Reese's Pieces and all that stuff. Uh, you, know, you know what's wafers. not on here? What, what I used to get at Halloween going around when I was a kid was the apple with the razor blade in it. And they <laughs> don't have that. The apple, <laughs> apple with the razor blade, nothing. They don't do that anymore. I remember getting a toothbrush and, like, toothpaste. <laughs> really? Yeah, that was a disappointment as an 8-year-old. If you gave me an apple when I was trick-or-treating, you were guaranteed to get your house appled and on ap- my way out. Or a few pennies. You know, yeah, yeah. Trick or treat for UNICEF. They do that anymore. Trick. You'd go around and you'd say trick or treat for UNICEF, and they'd give you like a dime or something. And at the end of the thing, you'd have, you know, 50 cents or something, and no candy, and you'd be bummed out. Oh yeah. Waste of Halloween. That's the wrong neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just basically guaranteeing this is the neighborhood that we egg, and this is the neighborhood that we trick or treat at. One year. When uh, I bought my first house, me and my wife uh, went out and got the candy and stuff, and I wanted to do a big thing. And this was my first time ever no, doing no it. No kidding. You you wanted to do a big thing. I wanted thing. to do a big. I don't believe it, but right. keep going. It's true. And uh, we we got I, the uh, candy bars from the um, 
the big giant candy bars that they oh, do, yeah. do at the movie theaters. Yes. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you, the, they came in from the projects down the street. I mean, oh, the yeah. word got out. Everybody was coming from everywhere. And Kids just swapping costumes. Of, yep. yeah, yeah. There was lots going on. It was, like, very interesting. That's cool. Oh, my God. You're the coolest. Oh. Now, did you dress up at the door? I know I noticed sometimes. My wife does, yeah. not me. Yeah. My wife still does. Not me. What does she dress up as? I don't know. Different stuff all the time. She's into it. Sexy policewoman? Sometimes. Nice. That actually saves time because then she doesn't have to change costumes for when you get freaky later. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're listening, Laurie. They're talking about you, not me. Oh, my God. Oh, anyway. So, uh, C. Pataris or whatever it is uh, suggests Necco wafers, which obviously probably wouldn't end up on the thing, but I love Necco wafers. That's one of my favorites. Necco wafers. uh, Charlestown, Massachusetts uh, is where they made those. And And they still make them. They never sold out. Oh, really? They're their own company. Necco wafers just makes Necco. Necco Really? Yeah. That's it. Necco. N-E-C-C-O. New England Candy. Company. company or something like that. Yeah, confectionery so, company. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that's what that is, and uh, there they are, right in. Uh, yeah. Somerville. I, I believe it's uh, right Everett. Charleston Everett. Ch- Charlestown Everett line or something. It you, might still be Everett. You, you always look at me like I'm going to have the information. Well, I'm. Come on, Jonathan. You know, I mean, you're, you're, I'm half your age. It's right. You're there, naming right. the first president. Preceding That's right. Preceding George Washington. TV show you are that I watched <laughs> because my life is that lame. To go to sleep, I watch Pawn Stars, and that's it. I'll bring something to the table real fast. I just did a quick Google search on the top three costumes for 2010. And I won't have you guys guess, but number one, and I've never even seen this show, was the cast of Jersey Shore. Oh, yeah, I've never seen it. All right. Is the number one what? TV show? No, the number one costume. People are dressing up as the cast from a TV show called Jersey Shore. Is that a real? Is that a re, like a real? It's a reality show? show based on these like uh, kids that dress Italians. like they know this. Guidos, yeah, you could say it. Number two is vampire. Yeah, always I guess. And number three, I could it used see to be Bonavis Collins when I was a kid. You don't even know who he is, right? No idea. Never Imagine, don't him. even know who Bonavis Never. Collins was. Let's see if you know who number three is, and I, I could see you dressing up as this person. Oh number my three, God! Lady Gaga. Yeah. There you go. What is it? A costume of all meat? Because <laughs> you can do the same thing. I don't want to dress as Lady Anything, <laughs> and I don't know who she is. I've heard of her. Poker Face, that song. Nothing. I got wow. nothing. All right, finally we have David. There we Stubbs. go. I've I've heard of Poker Face. You're a DJ. She's a music it's, girl, right? It's happened in the last 10 years, so it's pertinent to me. Here we go. Wow. So there you go. Top three. You want me to keep going? I, uh, Gumby. You remember Gumby, Gumby in uh, yeah. Pokey? Number four. Gumby. Gumby the was the best four. on Saturday Night Live when Eddie Murphy dressed up as Gumby. <laughs> yes. I'm Gumby, damn it. <laughs> speaking of, sorry, speaking of uh, SNL, Saturday Night Live, yeah. on Monday night they're having this special with all the women cast of SNL over the years, which looks pretty good. Sorry. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Any good women in the cast, really? Not since the Seriously. 80s. Not since the 80s. Uh, Gilda Radner, I don't know. Yeah. What are you thinking of the cigar? I'm digging the cigar. It's good. Yeah, it, it kind of made me a little tiny bit nervous after the, the lit. I got into about a, an inch of it. I'm it un- got a little bit strong. I'm unraveling a little uh, bit. A little bit. Not good. A little bit, but it still tastes good. Yeah, very. it's very, very flavorful. It's Some, kind of it's it's uh, medium to full flavored, but medium bodied the yeah. most. I really expected it to be a lot stronger, but uh, I don't taste any paint, so it's a good thing. It's another good year here. Speaking of Stogies, I think our our producer Paul had a question for you. Yeah, what do you got, Paul? Paul, you there, buddy? Hey guys, what's up? Hi, Paul. 
Wow, this is the first time we're hearing Paul's voice. Yes, Paul. No, I talked to you before. Okay. I talked to you about the, uh, what is it, uh, the cigar, the uh, Macanudo. And, okay. And then, and then he got, uh, sent me four cigars to my house. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I just want to let you know I smoked, uh, smoked one of them so far with my dad, and he smoked the, another one. So far, all this time, you've you've smoked a cigar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm not a big cigar smoker, but all right. I smoked the, that. Uh, the Costa Magna, I think it was. Casa, Casa Magna? Casa Magna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. And yeah, I thought I thought it was a real good cigar. Good. And, uh, I'm not good at like picking up the taste, though. You know, like like Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> He's all the king. All right. So, what's your question? Oh, I don't really have a question. I just wanted to do, uh, never thank you guys for sending me. Oh, God. <laughs> no problem. You sure you want to be a broadcaster? Well, tom- I think tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I, I think tomorrow after uh, the Pats game, I'm going to try to smoke the, uh, I think the uh, Los Hombres. Dos Hombres. Yes, yeah, good, Los good. Hombres. Yeah, that's made for us here, Paul, too, guys. I, I have a question for you. Yeah. yeah. Did you get a chance to bleep out Tommy Swear, or are we going to be hit by the FCC? <laughs> Did you get it? Uh, well, I, I pressed a dump button within the uh, time frame, but all right, like, great. Let's have the air record, and I heard it. So, <laughs> oh, okay, so you missed it out. Thanks, Tommy, again. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. thanks for that. Okay, Paul, doing a good job over there. You know, we got John Stephen calling in in a little while, so watch for John Stephen. He's going to be the next governor, and uh, could be a big job for you. So, like hang that. on there. No pressure. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity <laughs> for you. If you mess it up, you're fine. Exactly. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Thank you, thank you. So. As I said, uh, we have John Stephen coming up. We're going to go to break right now. Uh, John Stephen, who's going to be uh, hopefully the next governor of New Hampshire, but we'll see because in three days the election's coming up, so it's going to be a big deal. But uh, before of, we get to John, we're going to get lick it up really yeah, good. I was going to say, speaking of big deals, we've got kind of a big deal coming on. Bill Herlick, yeah, White baby. Birch Brewing. We're going to uh, drink a few and get uh, a little bit wasted before we talk to John, and then maybe we'll ask him some ridiculous questions. And uh, I was already told that I was not allowed to ask him any questions because you were afraid I was. Be careful. We're going to try not to swear. We're going to try to be very professional, and that's going to be tough for us here in the Cigar Authority. So everybody stick around. We're coming back. We've got a lot more going on. We're going to smoke the Cohiba Cigar when we come back with Bill Herlica and White Birch Brewing. So stick around. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs looking to grow your business or increase sales. Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with The Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. 
Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang for your buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican, or the fuller-body green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan, or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran, available in natural or deep dark Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars in cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang for your buck premium cigar, period. Now available in flavors. Try Dos Ombre flavors, something sweet. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle, a bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. 15, 10, 15, 10, 10, 617-237-1234 is the number. You're listening to the Cigar Authority the day before Halloween. This is, um, what is this? Uh, the Exorcist, right? Oh, is it? The, uh... What? I can't hear you. Oh, this is Halloween. Mike Michael Myers. Myers, that's right. Yeah. I went to the opening of this way back when. Did you really? Yes, I did. This is a classic scary movie. Scary stuff. I'm not into scary movies. No? Oh. I saw Silence of the Lambs, and uh, I was 18 or 19 when I saw it, and I 
would not go into the dark after that. <laughs> Lights had to be on. I mean, for a year I was scared. Which is really not a scary movie. It was, so, you know, it's supposed to be like a real life type of thing, not not. Which a is what flick. was so scary that the guy could actually be walking around him. What if he didn't know that I was a good guy? He just eats my face. Or so something. was that your scariest movie? That was definitely the thing. That, yeah. Yeah. The access. You know what the scariest movie I ever saw? What? Event Horizon. Have you guys ever seen that? No. Oh God. A- event. Event Horizon. No. Spooky stuff, man. Really? Maybe that's it for tomorrow night for me. Event Horizon. Yeah. Yeah? You like scary movies, David? Space. No, I'm not into scary movies, but I've seen a lot of them. And um, The Exorcist, I was young. What's the worst that, scary that, movie that was, you've ever seen? That was scary. The Exorcist was the scariest thing. Yeah? It bothered me for weeks, you know. Thinking uh, like it could really happen, the exorcism and all that stuff. Anyway, welcome everybody. We're back on the Cigar Authority. 617-237-1234 is the number. Welcome back to four stations. WWZN 1510 The Zone. WGHM 900 The Game in Nashua. WARL 1250. That's Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Those listening to us uh, across the globe on U stream.tv if you want to actually view this mess or uh, you can download it at any time on podbeam.com or find us on the cigarauthority.com as I said to you if you want to take part in our December tasting we'll be happy to send you out a cigar along with the coconut and uh, chocolate and everything go on the cigarauthority.com and uh, hit contact us and put me a more in the in the uh, space there, me or more, and we'll send it out. Uh, give us your name and address. We'll send out all even, that information. Even if you don't spell it right, we'll still send That's it. That's right. Even if you don't get spell it close, it. don't worry about M- it. I would be that guy. Yeah, <laughs> spelling doesn't count. Don't pay attention to what those teachers told you when you were young. Spelling counts. It doesn't count because now we have spell check. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, spelling does count to Dave because even notes that he has to himself, he's obsessed about hitting spell check and making sure it's all spelled properly. I'm the same way, actually. And no one else can read it. <laughs> yeah. We have Bill Herlicker from White Birch Brewing. Welcome back, Bill. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here, Dave. And uh, you got the new uh, thing up and running? You got everything going? Oh, you know, since the last time I was here, it has been absolute madness. And you thought you were all done at that point. You said everything's there, we're all set, but it's been (laughs) madness. Yeah. um, You know, we've remodeled the house while we were cooking Thanksgiving dinner. It's been that kind of hectic and crazy. Um, We're up. We've got fermenters that we're starting to fill. i got fermenters coming one to two every week as we work our way up to 20 fermenters. And uh, it's just, it's really exciting. Yeah. I made 250 gallons of barley wine on Thursday. And, you know, there's just something about seeing a 42-inch wide. Um, 250 gallons. 250 gallons. The biggest ever now so far. That's it. The biggest thing ever. Oh, yeah. Awesome. You went from, so the folks that are listening for the first time and hear you, you went from a three-barrel. Oh, no. I started at 15 to 20-gallon batches of beer. Oh, my God. With three stores in the state of New Hampshire. How many uh, gallons go into a barrel, just so we can get an idea? A beer barrel is 31 gallons. Okay. And when when breweries talk about how many barrels they are, it's that number times 31. Hmm. Bourbon is 55. Wine can be anywhere, but it's typically around 60 uh, gallons to a, an oak barrel. You know, just so we can all be on the same page. I like that. There you go. Okay, I'm lighting up my cigar. First thing I'm going to do, we're going to smoke Cohiba right now. This is the Cohiba Toro. This is what they call the Cohiba Red Dot. And the word Cohiba 
on the O on Cohiba is a red dot. This one comes in a uh, silver tube, the Toro. Um, some folks out there know Cohiba as being a Cuban cigar that came out. Uh, actually, a Fidel Castro-made cigar in 1968, actually made for Fidel Castro. It's not one of those brands that were around before the 60s that Fidel Castro, when he actually uh, took over at, at the communist country and it made it his own, uh, this is something was made since he was there. Well, then in um, I believe um, the early 90s, 1982, um, Cohiba was launched uh, by General Cigar. And um, it uh, during the cigar boom of the 1990s, it came out with the red dot look to it, and it's still out there today. Cohiba is a high-end cigar at $16 a cigar. This particular cigar was smoking. Really? So, yeah. So I want to see what you think of it. Uh, oh. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I feel Cohiba... Is a is a label, and it's uh, it lives off a reputation of a of a Cuban label. And Hand, handmade or machine made? Handmade. Okay. Sixteen dollars. It better be handmade. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, so, uh, right that, away, I pulled yeah. it out of the I pulled it out of the thing. And two observations I made in in my rookiness is that there's a cedar. See the strip? Uh, strip so, yeah. inside the tube. Yep. So either they're afraid that the tube somehow is going to taint the cigar, or they don't believe in the blending of the cigar, and they want it to take on that cedar flavor. They, want it to t- they certainly want it to take on the cedar, the cedar flavor. They don't want it to get ripped or torn or banged around. So there's a lot of reasons for that. It's a good thing. It's very odd to find a cigar that a cigar tube that doesn't have cedar inside of it. So it's, okay. it, it's the right move anyway. Um, it's made in the Dominican Republic. And, That's why I'm the rookie. Uh, this is their, their high-end cigar from General Cigar. It's Cohiba. It's a big-selling cigar everywhere. Again, it lives off a reputation of some other cigar, and and it's a name, but let's see what we think about it. Not to interrupt you, but I want to make sure I lit the cigar. And maybe it's going to be a good cigar to go with this first beer we're going to try here. Yep. The first beer we have here is called Natasha. It is a cabin fever maple whiskey oak chip and vanilla bean aged imperial stout. Now, there's something you couldn't say two times fast. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Couldn't say more one time fast. Natasha, is this Russian? It's got dripped wax on it. It's a, it's a beautiful packaging. Thank you. Um, my, I have an apprentice program. It's it's one of the cool aspects of having the brewery. We put the apprentices through hell. We teach them everything that we can. Beer boot camp, baby. And cool. uh, they do it for six months. At the end of six months, they graduate by brewing their graduation beer. So my apprentice, It's, it's Mike, almost school. It is. They get a diploma at the end. It's really? beer college. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. And, and do they get paid? No. That's wow. even better. They, I, I think we got something going here. How about cigar apprentices that work <laughs> for me in all the stores and nobody gets paid? Well, and they learn. They learn and they while they don't earn. They don't earn, but they get the diploma at the end. That's genius. I love it. Well, Is this something that's done everywhere? And no. You did it. You're, uh, you're a smart man. A lot of places will take in an apprentice, but I've been told I'm insane by actually acknowledging who they are oh, on really? their label. If you read the side of the label, um, and maybe the guys looking at this online can see the picture. Can zoom Mike, here. W- Mike won a bet. And he got his picture put on the label. The last guy had just his well, name. Well, I'll tell you, he didn't get paid, but holy God. I mean, the guy's got his own label. It's pretty awesome. And uh, you think he'll end up going out on his own and becoming a, a brewmaster himself? Yeah. Uh, you know, he uh, joined me. And one of the things he wanted was um, he wanted to get in as a brewer. And in a brewery, you need experience before anybody will pay attention to you. Yeah. No one would talk to him. He now has had four different breweries interview him, and he's um, 
chasing down a very fascinating opportunity. He's really excited. Chuck, and can you unzoom on the? Uh, there we go. There Perfect. We go. So, you know, they work hard. They earn it. When we're done, we do an open house. We celebrate their accomplishments. We had 150 people come to the open house, which was huge for me. Awesome. You know, Wednesday night, middle of the week, it's raining like Noah's coming with the ark any yeah. moment. <laughs> and people are coming to the brewery to come down, try the beers, check out the place. And, you know, we just we had a blast. It was a culmination of a lot of hard work. So bottled September for us is about two months old. Yep. Alcohol content. Get this, folks. 11.6. This is uh, one pint, six ounces. How do you determine the alcoholic content of a beer? Is there a, a specific test? Do you stick a thing in and pull it out and go, okay, this is blue, so it matches up with blue, <laughs> that's 11.6? Uh, you know, there's an art and science to brewing. The science to determine alcohol is to figure out how much sugar is in the wort before you ferment it. It's There's a hydrometer. It measures the specific gravity of the sugar versus uh, standard water. And then once it's done fermenting, you go and you take the hydrometer again, and you read how much sugar has been converted out. Alcohol is lighter than water. So as the uh, the number starts, think 1095. When the number finishes, 1010. The difference between the two is your alcohol. Well, this this looks like coffee almost. It's, well, it, it's um, black dark coffee. An imperial stout should be midnight black. If you hold it up, you can't see through it. There's no redness at the edge. I mean, it's just, it's motor oil. That's, That's what it's supposed to be. Okay. Now, the oak chips bring a, a bit of tannin, a little bit of vanilla in there, and the maple whiskey rounds out what is otherwise a very viscous, roasty beer. You really pour the ma maple whiskey inside? No, we condition oak chips with the maple oh, whiskey. Oh, okay. And we use the oak chips in the beer. That is delicious. And it, it softens the beer a bit. It adds the flavors that we've soaked into the oak chips. And that's sort of the art side of it, because there's no calendar. I have to say, I don't like beer. And I get nervous when you come on and you bring in a new beer, because what if I don't like it? I can't, <laughs> I can't say to somebody, this is great if I hate it. I wouldn't expect you so, to tell me anything other than what Every you single time you've given me a beer, from the very first time we met, I have enjoyed thoroughly. I would drink a, I would drink a glass of this. I would buy a bottle. Mm. This is not... Beer, those that are listening on. It's not fair to call it beer. It's it's not Budweiser. It's not Miller. It's not that yeah. other stuff. It's not Sam. I mean, it's it, it's Water. a beer unto itself. It's like saying that the stuff you get in the drugstores is cigars and in the right. convenience stores is a cigar. It says a cigar on it, but we don't even consider that to be a cigar. Nor would, you know, drinking one of those regular big selling name brands have anything to do with this other than they're both <laughs> called beer. Well, it's all made by hand. It's all done at the brewery. Um, I, you know, you go to some of these places, they say it takes three or four days for the beer to ferment. They put it in a bright tank for a day. They force carbonate, bottle it, and it's out the door. Right. You know, I mean, this beer spent six weeks in tanks before we bottled it. We let it sit intentionally for almost two months before we released it. Um, bottle condition means that there's some sediment at the bottom. It's a, a natural carbonation. It makes for a softer, I think, more pleasing beer. So we just we take our time. We don't cut any corners. There's no sting at all. You you take a sip. You can you can this, the carbonation is very subtle. 
it, it, very soothing, actually. I mean, it's, there's no upsetness in my stomach. It, there's no bloating. I'm not burping. Right. It's very, very pleasant. And then it, it's very pleasant that you're not burping. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and we all appreciate that. You're welcome. When, <laughs> when I think about cigars, though, and beer, I love a good beer with a good cigar. Yeah. You know, the cigar to me is coming across nice and mild and smooth. And when I put this up against the Imperial Stout, the uh, the roastiness, the full-bodied malts, the dark malts flavors that we're picking up, yeah, I think actually enhanced the cigar for me. Mm, I agree. Now, uh, this is Bob the Apprentice that made this beer, Natasha. Why is it Natasha? Sounds almost Russian. It's Mike Bullerus that did it, not Bob. Uh, oh, oh, Mike. Mike, Mike. yes. Sorry, he's, okay. he's reading the label sideways. Okay. Um, Mike came in and said... You know, I, I want to do the program. My beer's going to be called Natasha. I said, nice to meet you, Mike. What kind of beer are we talking about? Imperial Stout. He has uh, some European background in his okay. family history. So that's he just, the old girlfriend or something like that and uh, that's going to pick up some points, uh, probably. But the one that got away. Don't tell his current girlfriend that. You all really? Um, who's not named Natasha? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, you know... This is the thing. I, I provide the venue. I say you're going to work hard and you're going to earn it. They design their beer. They design the style. And, you know, I only give them a couple of provisions that it has to taste good. And if I don't like it, it's not going out the door. Right. We're going to pour it out if it's no good because you're not going to put your name on it, which exactly. is White Birch. But exactly. obviously it tastes good and it's very different and you're yes. happy with it. As, I'm as very happy. Supposed, yeah? Yes. It's awesome. Yeah. So we had about 40 cases for sale. It's a one-time beer. We'll never make it. Again. 40 cases of how many beers? Uh, well, we got 528 bottles off okay. this batch. That's it, 500. This is microbrew, my friends. This is not uh, even microbrew. He's gonna, he, he needs to go a little bit further before he gets up to microbrew. Boy, it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a name for that, actually, right? Um, you know, the name is Nano Brewing. Okay, Nano. Um, okay. But as far as the state of New Hampshire concerned, I'm a brewery. Okay. I pay the same fees as Smutty Nose, and they make beer 100 barrels at a time. Okay. So, you know, I just, I make that, beer. That's fair. I don't worry about the designation. Yeah, that's, that's fair is right, yeah. Um, well, don't forget, everybody, three days away from voting. Dave's very Change. pumped up about voting. This is big for me. This is hey, the biggest election this. ever. Uh, Tuesday is going to be my Super Bowl. I'm staying up all night. Cool. And uh, if it works out the way I am, I may be grabbing a bunch of cigars and going in, in to, to visit some of these guys that won and let me hand out the victory cigars. Well, you know, you should be adamant about voting. In this state, with 1.3 million people, everyone says vote or your voice isn't heard. If anywhere it matters more, the state of New Hampshire, your vote really counts. It counts. I mean, whether you go to the town hall, whether you go to your town meetings, you know, voting on a local level, and then when we have forums like this for the governor and, and major yep. places, I mean, if you really feel passionately, get out there and vote. If you don't, then you don't get you don't get to complain. Beef. And I like to complain, yeah. therefore I have to vote. I may have to vote <laughs> twice because I want to complain so much. I'll tell There's you. a lot to complain about. Right. The state motto. The state motto is live free or die. And if we're not careful. The live free might end up going. You know, they're talking so about we're just going to have death. They're talking about trying to to. Uh, there's a bill out there to try to change the the motto, which I don't want to do. I want to change the government and keep the motto yeah. going. Are uh, you serious? Yes. Yeah. They want of course to he's serious. It. The motto's awesome. Yeah. Why would you change it? Because it's going away. Because it's not live oh, free or die anymore. Oh. So somebody ended up saying it. So, you know. God, man. Oh. They're pulling it off the road signs. 
Oh, really? They're starting to pull it off the road signs. Uh, so you know what we need? We need, like, a homie mic off to the side so that when people yeah, want to chime in. Yeah, because I can't hear you with the, with the headphones yeah. on. Then they can talk to us. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's a lot of advantages to the state of New Hampshire, mm. and I, for one, don't want to see that lost. Um, every four years, every six years, there's such an influx of new people to the state. There's always a challenge of ideals. And, you know, I say... Whether you've been here for a year, whether you've been here for 30 years, get out and make your voice heard. Absolutely. Okay, what else do you have for beer? This is very interesting. Thank you. Well, now we're going to step to the wild side of things. The wild side. Oh All right, I'm going to pound it. All right, well, while you're doing that, uh, we're on the last day of October, which is Oktoberfest and the big beer drinking thing. Why is October big for beer? You know, how, how and why does that happen? Or is you know, it? I think in this country, because we're such a melting pot, any good excuse to have a party, and especially when it runs around beer, why not? Let's co-opt it as our own. I mean, um, Cinco de Mayo, Mm. you know, it isn't our independence, and uh, they don't celebrate it drinking hard like we do up here, but um, the uh, Oktoberfest, as it was... um, yeah, definitely enjoy this, guys. It wouldn't um, grab him when he grabs a it's, it's glass just, over there? It's a fun festival of food, of camaraderie, guys getting out and drinking all day in the beer hall. I yeah. mean, what's more fun than finding a, a perfectly good reason to get out there and just enjoy and have a good time? Plus, it sounds better than November Fest. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that must be the reason. June Fest. <laughs> Although, if they started November Fest, you know, in the 1500s, we'd be saying November Fest. Yeah, I sounds so much That's better. true. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. So, we just switched gears. I said we're taking a step to the wild side. This is a barrel-aged sour rye quadruple. Quadruple what? Well, quadruple is a style of beer from okay. Belgium. It's a very strong like Belgian. Like the double, app. right? Only bigger. Quadruple, four times. So take a taste of this and try it with your cigar. Oh, my goodness gracious. Talk to us, Goose. What do you got? Completely Whoa. different. Man, I think I just released a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, that's good. <laughs> I didn't expect that. It's like a very sour. It's like. mildly sour because you can get really sour. Well, I guess you could get more sour than that, but I, I was. You're expe- not used to it. It's I was sour. just expecting. Um, it's actually more sour. Was it the Berliner Weiss that you brought into Seabrook? Berliner Weiss is a lemony sour beer. Yeah. This one, the rye and the sourness of the rye that I built into the beer is softened by the barrel, so you get some vanilla, you get some caramel, you get some oak tannin. I mean, it, it really is a very complex beer. Dave uses the term flavor bomb a lot on the show, and that's the first word that comes to mind when I took a sip, flavor bomb. Yeah, there's a lot going there's on. There's a lot going on there. Citrusy, uh, maybe raspberry-ish, uh, the seeds of a raspberry. Oh, yeah. Like if you just you have a, you eat a raspberry and then later on something pops from your teeth, yeah. you realize it's a raspberry seed, you bite it, and yeah. you have just that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. It's just another example of the fact that I love to make beer, and I'm not bothering to make, you know, the same thing everyone else is making. Right. You know, I, I want to put something out there. It's made with beer yeast. It is beer. Otherwise, the state of New Hampshire would tell me to go home. Um, but really, when you sit down, this is a beer just to enjoy and contemplate. Pair it up with some steaks or a pot roast. Yeah. You know, sit down with a real nice cigar. You know, a very rich, very strong cigar would pair very nicely with this. 
the sourness actually for me works nicely as both an enhancement to the flavor but cleansing the palate too mm. so what is the alcohol content on this it seems uh, lighter 11.3 it is still it's still lighter power oh, it is, yeah yeah it's still up there huh wow. seems lighter right <laughs> wow yeah well you know the, it gets <laughs> it gets back to the principle of how i make the beer um you know, I've, I've built the business to allow the beer to find its time. And when it's ready, it's ready. I'm not sitting down looking at the calendar going, okay, we put it in on the 1st. By the 8th, it's got to be done. Mortgage payments due on the 1st, so it's time yeah. to turn out a bottle of beer. Exactly. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. that. So when are you going to be up and running in full-blown capacity now? Well, the uh, the last big hurdle is the air compressor. The air compressor drives the bottling line. So okay. that should be done on November 8th. And then on November 9th, we've got a couple of beers ready to bottle. Really? Super. Yeah, we picked up the state of New York. We're in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I heard that. That's yeah. big. Pennsylvania is starving and patiently waiting for more beer from us. Sure. Um, Vermont just dropped by. I mean, everyone that's been following us in the industry, which to me is fascinating. I see myself as just this tiny little shop. And then all of a sudden, I announced we're up to seven barrels. We're starting to get rolling. I'm really excited guys says hey you know we're from vermont we've been following you for a year we want to make sure we're in before you're too big to know who we are i'm like that's awesome you're you're outgrowing your growth and you haven't you haven't started the growth yet uh you know i just hired a a professional brewer to uh help out um the guy's got four years of experience he's a steel and we're just uh he starts on december 1st so we'll do a formal announcement in december awesome i I couldn't believe the quality of the people that applied for my job at my little shop that's great and so it's it's an exciting time well i'm I'm loving to be a little part of the of of the growth and it's uh it's going to be something to end up watching and seeing what's happening Mm -hmm. and i i love it i know you do chuck i do actually well i love everything about it dave you know you know me i i love anything success business related Bill fits the bill, you fit the bill, and, and just to hear about his success and, and just to watch this in process, this evolution of a, of a growth of it business is, it's is gonna just be awesome. Something. And it's going to go by like this, and uh, geez, we wish you tremendous success that you're having and many, many more. So, uh, Jesus, yeah. it's going to be great. Thank you for joining us once again. And, it's a pleasure uh, these, to be here. These great beers. Uh, we're going to take a short break because I know we got John Stephen, who's going to be uh, running uh, in three days for governor of New Hampshire, and he's going to come on and talk to us for a little while when we come back from break. So, Thanks, everybody, for listening in. Stick around right after these commercials. Cheers to you, and we'll bring John Stephen on when we come back. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. from the streets of Paris. Fleur de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Fleur de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Fleur de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity. 
for luxurious expression with no concession. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Flor de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Flor de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Flor de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune, and it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness, that will keep you coming back for more and more. But it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes. The Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. The name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. 
Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Six one seven two three seven one two three four is the number. Six one seven two three seven one two three four. You're listening to Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network, and I'll tell you, this election coming up in just three days. I'm a little nervous right now, Dave. Is the most important election of our time, as far as I'm concerned. It's so so important. And I got to urge everybody out there, please, 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 get out there and vote if you're in New Hampshire. Uh, it's an important election up here for governor. And on the phone with us right now. We have our choice at the Cigar Authority, our choice for governor, John Stephen. John, are you with us? Yes, I am, David. How are you doing? I'm very, very good. Thank you so much. And uh, you've had a fantastic campaign so much. A clean, well-respected, great, great campaign you've been running. I wish you the best luck in the world. And uh, we have a few listeners out there hopefully listening in the New Hampshire area. And uh, what do you have to say to the New Hampshire people right now? Absolutely. For freedom is the, the the perfect word for it. We were talking about the live free or die state. That uh, there was a talk out there to actually change the motto of the state, and I said we don't need to change the motto of the state. We have to bring it back to what it was, the live free or die state. And I think you are the the perfect guy to do that. Absolutely, and you you have a governor here seeking his fourth term in office, and uh, as you said, with 84 taxes and fees, I'm a small business owner here in the state of New Hampshire, and I'll tell you, we uh, have some of the highest taxes in the country. Yeah. We'd expect New Hampshire is known for having the lowest taxes uh, for small businesses. It's the highest taxes in the country. They're number one. 
Absolutely. And uh, anybody that's out there complaining about how things are, the only way to do that is to vote. This is our chance this Tuesday and, uh, you know, see if we can turn things around on lots and lots of different things for New Hampshire. I think the, the, the main thing is going to be the governor race. And how's things looking out there? How do you feel? I feel real good, David. I feel momentum. I feel it's building on our side, and everyone I talk to is concerned about higher taxes and out-of-control spending. And that really goes to our side, so we can make sure we bring the state back to you know, responsible level of government. And you know, from the cigarette tax issues and also the issues we talked about in the regulations and in your own business, you know, we've got to stop these tax increases. We're hurting our business economy or our business environment and the businesses of our state in New Hampshire are small businesses and they're the ones that can that create jobs. Yep. Not the government. Right. And that's what we need to remember here. The government needs to step back and let the private sector create the jobs that we know it can, it can create. And this election is going to come down the wire, Dave. But I'll tell you, I feel good. I feel we're going to win this. But I need to make sure everyone out there listening goes out to vote if they want to preserve values and freedom. Well, I've been watching the commercials and stuff, and i, I got to give you a pat in the back for running a, a clean and honest campaign. Uh, not, you know, not slandering right. anybody, and uh, you know, there's some junk out there about you that uh, it's just so ridiculous. And uh, uh, you know, I, I caught you on the debate, and you brought up some of those things. And uh, you know, if anything, you, you deserve the pat in the back for running the cleanest campaign I've ever heard. You, you just tell the truth and say it the way it is. Some things like you know, the, what you're talking about, the 84 taxes uh, and fees that were added, those are facts. And the other stuff is all a bunch of crap. And uh, you know, people have to uh, know where, the, where the, it's coming from. I don't hear the Lynch campaign uh, talking much about things that they have done good. They just talk about, you know, people that John Stephen knew or, did or whatever, and that's all they have. They have nothing on you or uh, any, uh, any negative, but they, they seem to still slander and, and throw some crap against the wall and trying to get people to feel differently about your campaign. But uh, you're doing a, a, a nice, good, honest job. i got to commend you for it. Uh, it's not working. The negative campaigning doesn't work. People see right through it. And at the end of the day... It's all about jobs, taxes, and spending. And you know what? Governor Lynch has a abysmal record on jobs, taxes, and spending. And that's why he's going to revert to negative, because he cannot talk about his own record. I want the state moving in the right track. And I've been talking about jobs, taxes, and spending, and the impact on our future generations, my children and the grandchildren and children of our state, if we continue down the road of higher taxes and more regulation and more spending. So, Dave, well, 
This election is going to come down to this critical crossroad we're at. We're either going to go down the road of more and more government, more taxes, higher taxes, or where I want to take this state, less government, lower taxes, more freedom. And that's the yeah. path that I'm going to take this state down. I love it. To me, it seems like a no-brainer. Anybody that's listening, I don't care what side of the, the political uh, thing you, you're on, if you're a Democrat or a Republican, the answer is is cut and clear. Uh, I, don't, I don't see any other option, but uh, the polls are showing that it's very, very tight, and I have to urge all our listeners out there, please get out. Not only you get out and vote, urge your family members and friends and neighbors and stuff to get out there and cast a vote. Whichever way you're going to go, we need a big turnout. You have to let the other people out there know the, the, uh, the, 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 uh, all the politicians out there that you're unhappy if you're unhappy. And the only way to do that is show it by your vote. That's the only shot you have. So uh, I hope it's a big turnout. I hope the weather turns out nice and everything. And I hope to be bringing you a, a celebratory cigar uh, on me for, uh, for winning the campaign. And I hope you do. And uh, I'm with you all the way. Well, David, thank you so much, and I appreciate all your support and the support of those that, that love freedom and treasure freedom and know that the Live Free or Die principles in New Hampshire will be back again on November 2nd. I look forward to seeing you, and don't forget, get out the vote. Okay. Won't, uh, John, won't you be in Derry uh, this afternoon around 4 o'clock with Rudy Giuliani? Where, where will that anyone, be happening? If anyone wants to see us this afternoon, actually, right now, we're going to be with Rudy in the next half hour here in Nashville, Nashville, Holly Davidson. And then at 4 p.m., we're going to be at Halligan Tavern in Derry, 32 West Broadway. Bring anyone, food, friends, fun. There's going to be lots of fun and it's free. And Rudy Giuliani is coming in to make sure that we have the final push. And they're supporting our efforts, Rudy is, because we care deeply in returning our state to fiscal responsible rules. Well, thank you so much for taking your time out of a busy, busy day, which is three days left. The best of luck to you, John Stephen. Okay, thank you. That is gubernatorial candidate John Stephen running for governor of New Hampshire. And it's this Tuesday, everybody, if you're a New Hampshire resident and uh, you, you still get to vote out there, uh, this is your chance. You have a vote, so please let your vote, even if you disagree with them and, you, and you're voting for somebody else. But the most important thing is you get out to vote. We're looking for a big, big turnout. Uh, How could you disagree with him? I'm sorry. I know. I, I don't care what side you're on because uh, you're talking about less government, less taxes. Believe me, I, I'm a, a guy that employs only 16 people. But when you tax me to death, I have one choice what to do, right. which is raise the cost of my goods. So the people out there, if you tax the businesses, the businesses are going to raise their prices on their product or lay off employees. Right. I mean, what are the other choices? Go out of business. Or... Which, which are seeing more of that in the past few years that have happened. This is going to be a turnaround, as I said. This is going to be big for me. Tuesday, I will be up all night. If you need, need I like what you said. Call, this is Dave's Super Bowl. This is the Super Bowl for me. This is big. This is, you know, the Super Bowl is nothing compared to what is going to happen Tuesday. This in is going to uh, determine the outcome of everybody's life in the United States. I mean, this is this is major. And if the right people get in, we can overturn some of the bad that happened in the past few years. There's, there's, there's more debt that this country has gotten in the past few years than all the years combined. That's how bad it's been. I think we found uh, a thing that we can add to the list of passions that Dave has. Oh, he's oh, got God. coffee. 
cigars and uh, politics. Well, I, I, I know he's been urged on the show before. If, if he ever made the decision to run, um, he would have a lot of support. Well, I thought support. about both, before. Both of his friends would vote for him. <laughs> yeah, both. <laughs> yes. uh, you know, I said it to my wife before. I've been, I've been so angered by by it. And I said, you know, uh, a few years ago, I said to my wife, I know she's listening today. I said, you know what? I think I'm going to run for, for Senate. Uh, and nice. she said, I'll leave you. Uh, That's mm. it. Never said it before, but I mean, that would do it. There's no, there's no way you could do that and do it halfway. No, You'd it's be a 24-7 job. Yeah. Calling people in the middle of the night, harassing be. them. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. And, and, and I, that's how I would do it and something. I'd but leave you too because then I wouldn't be able to talk to you anymore. You'd be too busy. It's uh, this, this country's going in a spiral turn. It's it's a mess, and uh, it doesn't look good for um, the, the next generation if at all. If the liberals keep pushing the way they're pushing, we're eventually going to lose the right to vote. They're going to say, listen, we know better than you, so we'll yeah. put your vote in for you. Yeah, right. and I see it, guys, on, on a local level being town government. I serve, as you know, on our town budget committee as right. chairman, and it's it's very small. You know, I'm not trying to make it out bigger than what it is. But, but all, all, all politics start at home. I mean, it's that's all right. city. That's but what, what you see, Dave, you're, you're seeing more spending. You're seeing increase in tax is an increase in the budget, more Warren articles coming on the books for more spending, and then you look at the CIP, the Capital Improvement Plan, from this to 2015, and everything coming on the books is just ridiculous. The spending has gotten out of control, and if it's happening on the small local level in a small town in New Hampshire, I can only imagine what's happening on a larger scale being the statewide thing. So John Stephen fully has my support. I like to see someone that has experience in the private sector that knows how to manage books, get wise with spending. You know, it's about getting in the black, and we are so far in the red. We're driving businesses down and taxes up. It's just, like you say, Dave, it's out of control. I'm sorry I get so passionate oh, about this. It fires gotta, me up. You have to run state government like it's a business. It is Absolutely. a business. You've got to have profit, spending more profit money. and loss. It, it's the whole the whole thing. And accountability to the dollars that they're spending. People I mean, need to get fired. How do you overspend? How do you say we can't balance the budget? If I don't balance the budget within my <laughs> cigar store, we're broke. Right. Or if you do it at the house, all right? You have, you're, yeah. you're managing a household. You have bills to pay. I mean, if you're not paying your bills, you're on the streets. It's ridiculous. You know what Lynch did? He's saying that the budget was balanced here in the state. What he did is go out and borrow like $30 million. Yeah, right. And he borrowed $30 million, and he said, okay, we're balanced. Yeah, that's debt. No, that's yeah, debt. Yeah. Yeah. It's you, more debt. But it, it ends up looking good on paper or something, but you got somebody out there that's looking at that, which is John Stephen, and John says, no, this is exactly what happened. And yeah, yeah, you can't afford to pay your mortgage, so you put the mortgage payment on your credit card. Oh, right. it's paid for this month. <laughs> right. That's a good analogy. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, so now is. you're paying 12, 13, 14% interest on your mortgage payment that was at 6%. It's worse. Oh, I'm, next week, I'm either going to be very, very happy or very, very sad. Let's go with the former. You know what it's going to happen is if he doesn't win, we're going to have a, like a 24-hour to 48-hour suicide watch on oh you. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and, that, and that's as far as New Hampshire goes concerned. As far as when we go into Massachusetts, Bonnie Frank, oh. if you don't vote that guy out, I don't get a vote in that state anymore because I ran away from that state seven years At ago. At the very least, go in and vote for Mickey Mouse. Anything would be better. I know. You've got to be Get a cartoon me. character in there. He's going to do more. Because if you don't do it, they're going to do more to you. They're going to say, I guess it's okay, or you guys are okay with what we did to you. The guy sounds like he has salad dressing and marbles in his mouth all the time while he's talking. Should be my, I only wish it was marbles. I don't want to get involved with that. <laughs> oh, man. You know, and, and it's not the cigar, but I got a bad taste in my mouth right now. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's out of government, but all right. anyway. Speaking of cigars, I wanted to do an experiment. I wasn't really digging on the, the uh, Cohiba. Um, not a terrible smoke, but certainly, I, what was it, 16? 
sixteen dollars. Yeah. I don't. I, maybe at six dollars, it wouldn't be that bad. But yeah, value-wise, again, I said it before we even lit it up. It's that, a failure. That it's it's all about the label when it comes to that. Not that it's a bad cigar, but it's no. Uh, it wasn't terrible, but there's plenty of cigars you could get for half the price. A Chateau Real, for example. I mean, more yeah. flavor. Better but, smoke. But it's, as a cigar owner, a lot of people come in and they say, hey, do you have Cohiba? What they mean is the Cuban Cohiba, and, uh, you know, they, they end up getting this, and there's got to be disappointment. I mean, that's what the cigar is. It gets, it, there's more disappointment with people to buy Cohiba. Not, again, that it's a bad cigar, but it's not what people expect. Yeah, you expect spending $16 for a cigar, and you want to be wild, wow, and there's right. no wow. Right. So the experiment that I'm doing is I'm going to try to smoke this uh, – is it called it? Is it the a face? face. face. It's a face. face. All right, so I want to smoke this face down and see what happens when I get to the band well, because that gives you two wrappers. Ah, hey, that's I good. want to see if there's a flavor well, change. You're closer to, to than I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put down the Cohiba. I got far enough anyway. Again, not that it's a bad cigar. It's a good cigar. If it was six dollars or something, I'd say it's a really good six dollar cigar. As far as a sixteen dollar cigar, it's a uh, it's very overpriced. It's okayly made. The cap was a little messy. They you know that. Yeah, you know what? It, it's in a tube. You don't see the cigar, and typically the cigars that uh, go in tubes aren't as pretty as the ones that. Uh, yeah, you want to be proud seeing. of it. This thing is cellophane, which means you're not going to catch anything from the box. Not that you wouldn't yeah. in this box. It's I'm going to relight. Lame. I'm relighting the face. Well, I'll tell you what. My decision, Jonathan and, and David, you know, if I were just faced with these two cigars, the face and the uh, Cohiba. Did I say that right? Yep, Cohiba. Right. Face is $13. Cohiba is 16 Well, if I didn't know that, if you just gave me two cigars, you told me there was the same price point, whatever else, what would you choose? I would definitely choose the face. Yeah. I would. Yeah. It's, it's, Problem the is, you're never going to get the face again. Right. And uh, the Cohiba's out there for you at any time. So uh, it's there for you if you like it. Not, again, nothing Very wrong light. With it. Very light, I yeah, thought. Yeah. It's, it's um, flavorless. It's white bread. It's flavorless. Yes. It's, uh, you know, it looks like a darker wrapper that was going to have a little bit of flavor to it. But it was, uh, again, nothing wrong with it. I don't want to beat it up too much. But, eh, it is what it is. So be careful of, of, of bands. Be careful of labels. That yeah. goes for everything. You know, uh, if. Uh, Budweiser would put out the Bud, and they do. They have some Budweiser Imperial, sure. whatever the hell it is, or something. To mass-produced uh, Budweiser under under a name. There's different companies out there trying to produce um, cigars that appear to be a micro bro, right. a micro brand. Right, it's right. owned by a big company, and they're trying to get some of that uh, juice yep. from the people that, that are into micro brand cigars. And uh, it, honestly, it doesn't work. And uh, maybe it works better on the on the beer end. I don't know. And Bill would have been the perfect one to ask that. When when they come out, the big companies come out with their supposed micro brand. Uh, does it work? Uh, it doesn't. I don't believe with the uh, mass producers on the cigar end of it. And uh, I, I just relit the uh, face. And even on a relight. Yeah. It's got a lot, a lot of. I'm I wish saying, we could I'm do saying that. I was disappointed with the with the strength factor of uh, the face coming in. Well, going to the Cohiba and going back to the right. face. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. All, all of a sudden, holy God! It's. Uh, it's nice to have a cigar that'll flavor. stand up to a, a relight too. I mean, mine. It was down there for 25 minutes. And then you relight it. There's no bad tasting. I did degas beforehand because. Explain what that is, please. I. <laughs> I, uh, I blew out of the cigar. Oh, okay. I thought you were because I. <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed the face, and I thought, well, you know, after the show's over, I'm gonna pick it up and I'm gonna finish smoking it. And so I, uh, I just blew out of it. Got cleared the tube of all the smoke. 
set it down that way when you go to relight it you're not dealing with all the uh, the smoke that settles in there and yeah like Dave said earlier the cigar is a sponge so it'll absorb all that smoke and even though it's the smoke from the cigar when you relight it yeah. now it's a little bit stale you don't want that so I you, just experienced that yeah actually. you get yeah. Yeah. from Rookie. relighting it Rookie. Yeah, yeah. here we go we got lots of events coming up as we uh, get to, towards Thanksgiving and uh, after Thanksgiving, I'm going to tell you f- about a few of them. One is on the, where's the dates on here? Wow, who what? November when, when, 19th. November 19th. Yes, that is uh, a Friday. And at two guys in Seabrook, New Hampshire, Ernesto Perez Carrillo, who is the guy that uh, came up with the Gloria Cubana years ago, sold out to one of the big companies, stayed with them for 10 years. Finally, he's off on his own with Love his it. family. Love it. He, he uh, decided not to be with them any longer and wanted to stay in the cigar business. Uh, very wealthy now at this point. Doesn't need to do it. Loves it. It's all passion now. It's mm. not about money at all. Yep. He comes out with EPC Cigars, Ernesto Perez Carrillo. He's coming up to to see us on November 19th and 20th. On the 19th, he'll be in the Seabrook store at night, and we are going to do a fundraiser for the Seacoast Family Food Pantry. It's $40 a person to come to it, and it's going to be live jazz, cigars, and chicken wings. The wings are from Wings It out of Portsmouth, oh, cool. and they are good enough to donate this so that the, all the proceeds can go to the food pantry. Uh, EPC Cigars are going to donate the cigars, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo is coming up himself. Nice. And he started his life in the United States as a jazz musician. So we're putting a jazz group together for the night nice called the cigar band and he's going to play with it and that's going to be the entertainment for the night it's only 40 bucks a person it's one night only will not be done again you want to see Ernesto Perez Carrillo on drums with the jazz band that night along with three great cigars from them and all the wings you can eat from wings it out of Portsmouth it's going to be at two guys in Seabrook again November 19th and if you want tickets to that go to any two guys smoke shop 40 bucks they're going to have about 50 people so it's going to be a very in- intimate night with Ernesto, and he's a great guy, and he's going to have some unbelievable cigars. So there's going to be a great $40 night. We expect 50 people, so there's $2,000 to the Seacoast Family Food Pantry. Home run. So glad to do that. Will he be on the show on Saturday? You mentioned he'll be around Saturday. Yes, Saturday, yep. which is the 20th. We'll do it here in Salem. Great. And he's going to do an event all day in the store. And uh, if you can't make it to that event, uh, by all means, come by two guys in Salem. We'll have him on the Cigar Authority show. And a very interesting guy. I've been doing business with him for 20 years. Mm. And he's a great, great guy and came from nothing, became very, very successful. His, his two children, one became a lawyer, another one became big in finance. They both quit their job to join their dad and start the new cigar company. Oh, that's great. That's great. Another event coming up was twice the night before Thanksgiving, which is Smoking Meat and Greet Night. Very excited about this. This is uh, Hoya de Nicaragua is uh, is doing the event for us. We're going to Cigar Masters in Worcester, which is a great facility in Worcester. It's a big, giant cigar bar. I think it's the best around. And uh, they're on one exchange street, in one exchange place in Worcester, near the Worcester Centrum. It's like a maze in there. You, the, you, every time you think you found everything in there, you end up finding another spot. And I actually found this room. Yeah, and that the roof. Screen. 
retracts. And that's cool. the, this, this room that the roof retracts, if the weather ends up turning out nice, it's awesome. And we'll be under the stars if that happens. If not, it's raining cold. They'll, they'll shut it, and we'll be nice and warm inside. We're going to have dinner, cigars. There's free valet parking. The tickets are $50. And a toy de Nicaragua, you'll get a, free, a few cigars. My buddy Steve Sarko, who's the president of Drew Estates, will be up there. And uh, Don't forget about the most important part about this. And the most important part is the entertainment that night, which is, will be the first time I actually see you really. You, you've worked for me before, but I paid no attention. I was just too busy. Everything was going fine, though, obviously. Right, obviously, uh, Mr. Jonathan on the wheels of steel. Did and I still I'm, call that? Yeah, I'm bringing yeah. I'm bringing my turntables. I'll be up there. I'll be beat mixing. Whatever I got to do. Don't play any of that Lady Gaga crap. No, I, no, need, no. I need some <laughs> good stuff. This is going to be some good old fashioned funk. <laughs> There's going to be some jazz mixed in there. All right, blues. It's going to be good. Remember, you're dealing with some 50 year olds or something. So I need the 70s, See, 80s. Give I some, can bust that out for yeah. the, the music wise. You pick these random bands. Like when you DJ, you played the B sides most of the time. You didn't play the stuff well, that was on play, the radio. I haven't heard the, the, the A-sides in a long time, so right. uh, lay some of that on me. Uh, okay, we still got a little time here. We're running out of time. Okay. Well, let me talk real quick. I did get to the band, Yep. and it does change the flavor a little bit. Really? This yeah. is the, one of the few times in your life you get to smoke the band, and it's good. Here we go. You it's can't smoke good. the band. Yes, you can, right? <laughs> Uh, so we do Steve Saka. That's the day before Thanksgiving. Now, the day after Thanksgiving. Black Friday. It's Black Friday. You know why it's Black Friday? Yeah, it's when you get in the black, baby. Get in the profit, black. Profit, right. profit. Most companies get in profit on Black Friday, and they're not in the red. They're in, they're in the black. So that's why it's really Black Friday. But it's the biggest shopping day of the world in, in, in the world is what everybody says. The malls are packed, and typically... Oh, here's the music. Typically, the cigar stores on. We're going to have a big event here that day, and we're going to have a guy here called John Ferraro. We're going to smash bricks on his head. He's the, the human anvil. Are you serious? And uh, the, With a jackhammer. It's with a jackhammer. Awesome. We're going to oh, have cigars, God. and all proceeds that day are going to benefit the Salem Police and Fire Department at 7 o'clock. Let's have break a, bricks on Chuck's head and see what happens There to we him. go. At 7 o'clock, we're going to have a tug-of-war out here with the Police and Fire Department for a 60-40 split of the take. So we're going to do lots of charity things coming up and uh, lots more going on. Vote John Stephen. Vote John Stephen, please. Yeah, don't forget, this Tuesday, Republican Election Day. Way. Next week, we're going to have a great show with two guest hosts, Mogi and Havy. Yeah, so tune in for that. That's next week. Two of my favorites. Okay, and we're going to smoke Alec Bradley cigars and EPC, and that's the Perez Carrillo cigars. Oh, we're that's next week out. on the Cigar Authority. Hey, great action-packed show. It was awesome. awesome. It was Thanks, awesome. everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Same time, same station. On the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Bye, everybody. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars too. 
Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. Hey, Sammy B here. Sammy B's Custom Carpentry. Foundation to finish and everything in between. Find a job I can't do. I dare you. At Sammy B's Custom Carpentry, I build everything myself. So you know it's American-made and built to last. I don't subcontract. I'm committed to getting a job. And I'm committed to finishing the job personally. Call for a brochure and references. 603-553-2345. If you can dream it, I can build it. Sammy B's 603-553-2345. 